Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. This episode of Writing Excuses has been brought to you by our listeners, patrons, and friends. If you would like to learn how to support this podcast, visit www.patreon.com slash writing excuses. Season 14. Episode 43. This is Writing Excuses, sequencing your career genome. Fifteen minutes long. Because you're in a hurry. And we're not that smart. I'm Howard. I'm Mary Robinette. I'm Dan. And I'm Dong Wan. And we're going to talk about the sequence in which 
you do things to plan your career based on the kind of career that you want your career to grow up to be. And I shortened that into something that sound all sciency, but we're not going to break out the CRISPR in order to bacterially <laughs> inject your career with pieces of my headband. Oh man, I wish you would though. That, that would, would help be me so much. So much easier than actually trying to think about what I wanted to do. Yeah, genetically engineering Wong's, a career instead Dong of raising headband. one from birth. Dong, Dong Wan's headband. We wear headbands to keep these microphones on our head. Dong Wan's headband actually has some of Brandon's DNA in it. Actually, no, I'm wearing Brandon's. Oh, are you wearing yeah, the Brandon, Brandon headband? Yeah. Okay. We're all just going to Frankenstein into one large monster by the end of this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, Dong Wan, this is, this is an episode you pitched to us. How, how does an author, new, new or established or even old, make these kinds of career plans? Well, I feel like career, career planning is not a thing that we talk a lot talk about a lot in the industry, um, and you know, especially I don't hear it uh, being discussed at writing conferences, um, and especially for new writers. In part because you're so focused on how do I find an agent, how do I sell this first project. Um, but the thing that I always see happens is once you sell that first book, then there's immediate pressure to have a second book. And since you've spent the first ten years of your life writing life. Uh, writing that first novel, now suddenly you have to produce a second book in a year, and everyone panics and, and runs into uh, a very common problem, which is, you know, the second book in a series or a sequel is uh, not as good or is a much more painful process than, than writers really want it to be. So one thing I really like is if authors can start thinking about what they want their career to look like at, in the early stages, then you can start planning for not only this book, but what's next, and then what's going to come after that. Career planning is something that I wish I had known more about when I got started in this process because I feel like I did a pretty good job of the first one. I had a series. My second series actually hit the New York Times list. I thought I was doing pretty well and then hit a slump. And I had not planned ahead for it. I had not prepared for it creatively, emotionally, or financially and if I, had had, if I had known then what I know now about how to plan ahead and how to look further into the future, it would have been so much easier to avoid that, to avoid kind of just relying on the publishing industry to stay consistent, which it never does. Um, and I know now that, okay, if I, if I have more irons and more fires, if I uh, am branching out into a, you know, more forms, more mediums, more outlets for my fiction then it would have been so much easier at that time to kind of navigate that when it happened. And one thing I want to sort of reinforce as we talk about this is this isn't about having perfect predictive abilities, right? It's not about clarity about what exactly is going to happen when you publish your second book or your second series or your fifth series or whatever it is. It's the fact that the publishing industry, like many businesses, but especially media businesses, is extremely random. Mm -hmm. What happens from one book to the next book could be affected by anything from, you know, I think Mary's talked about this in the past, your book coming out the week of a disastrous election result, or, you know, there could be national disasters, or I had a recent issue where one of the publishers ran out of paper, which I didn't know was a thing that could happen. <laughs> what? These are apparently things that can happen. I mean, this has been resolved. It's fine. It's the last but, time he prints a book on the skins of small children. <laughs> but. but that's how you summon the demons, Howard, and the demons are how you make money. Anyway, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Alex, That's we're, how Alex, you get we're keeping this. 
so to keep in mind, career planning isn't necessarily about here's I'm going to do A, then I'm going to do mm-hmm. B, then I'm going to do C. Career planning is looking at decision points. In two books, I'm going to have to make a decision. Do I stay with this publisher? Do I go to a different publisher? Do I stay in this genre? Do I go to a different genre? Do I write a sequel to this series or do I come up with something new? And what you want to do is have some sense, at least. You don't have to have a super concrete plan, but some sense of, okay, if this happens, if the good outcome happens, here's what I'm going to do. If this book tanks and nobody ever buys it, here's what I'm going to do. And in part, having a plan in place when you hit the wall, when the bottom falls out of something, means that you're not also going to collapse with it. You're going to have a plan in place, or at least an outline of a plan, and be able to recover and continue to build to something new. Or on the flip side, when your thing blows up and there's suddenly 10,000 people clamoring for your attention, you're not going to panic and die because you will have a plan. You will have already started that next book in the series that suddenly has a huge demand and a huge audience for it. I have two, two examples here, both from, both from my own life. One, when we first started going full-time with Schlock Mercenary, um, we established a trigger point at which Howard was going to go look for a day job. And the trigger point was when we have paid the bills for two months using credit cards. Because that is the point at which I, we are no longer realistically financially planning things. We are, we are living on the blind hope that some payday is coming down the road. And we have, we have failed to bring the money in the way we meant to, and we must now do something else. And I, can't, I, I cannot overemphasize that uh, to you, knowing when... Quit is the wrong word, but knowing when to get off of this bus. To change gears, To yeah. change gears, to, to take a different route. Um, that is, it saves lives. The second, um, when we did the, uh, the Schlock Mercenary Challenge, Challenge Coin Kickstarter, it funded in like a minute and a half and overfunded through the first two stretch goals within 15 minutes and what I posted was, wow, thank you for your enthusiasm. We are flummoxed and flabbergasted. And Sandra and I are now going to take 24 hours in which to reconsider our plans for the rest of this project because you want it more than we expected you to. Forgive us for being silent during that time. We don't want to dampen your enthusiasm, but we also don't want to fail to deliver after having funded. And that's the mistake that most, most commonly gets made. And that, that thing that I said got quoted dozens of times through the Kickstarter marketplace as people realized, oh my gosh, they ran up against something they didn't know how to plan for and they told us that they were going to go plan. That is so smart. <laughs> There's the old saying that when a door closes, a window opens or something along those lines. It in my experience, it really helps if you go and make sure that the window's unlocked and maybe put a stick under it so it's propped <laughs> open. So when that door slams shut, you have another exit route, right? Like those, the belt and suspenders is, is a really useful thing. And if you start thinking about what your exits from this room, then you won't end up trapped in it forever. One of the things that I find is that a lot of writers think, oh, someday I want to write full time. And this is, this is when we're talking about career planning. Is that something you want to do? Because writing full time means being a freelancer. So the, that exit strategy thing, that's, that's something that I have had to do for my entire adult career. And my goal has been to be able to turn down the gigs that I don't want to do. That, that is when I reach those cusp points. It's like, well, I can write this 
but it's a project I don't want to do, is that going to push me down a path where I'm going to have to keep doing that kind of project because I am now reliant on that income stream? Mm-hmm. Or do I pick this other path which will allow me to find different income stream sources? So I feel like, and that's, you know, when you're talking about not just the door shutting, but it's like, do you want to go out the window? What are the choices you want to be making to get closer to the career you want to have? Like, I don't actually want to write full time. Um, I want a career where I am balancing puppetry and audiobooks and writing because I enjoy all three of those. But I want to do the audiobooks I want to do. I want to write the books I want to write. I don't want to have to go do ghostwriting just mm-hmm. because I want to be a full-time writer. Well, and we've actually had that conversation about writing excuses mm-hmm. as well uh, with the four core podcasters sitting down to say, how big do we want to let this thing get? And we've actually made some decisions where we turned down opportunities because it would have taken up too much of our time and therefore too much of our lives and kind of locked us into a path that took away some of our freedom to do other things. I will make very, very different decisions if I'm trying to be a full-time podcaster versus if, if I'm willing to let Dong Wan be the smart one. Not that that was a choice that I was yeah, making. You had no on that on that subject. <laughs> you know, we're we're talking uh, we're we're talking about in in part scheduling and and time. And Dong Wan, I think you have a book to pitch for us that has time right in the title. I, I would, and it does have time in the title. Uh... Hey, writers, are you thinking about learning a new language? I think exploring the world, experiencing other cultures, and being able to communicate with people outside your everyday experience lets you create richer, better stories. A great way to do that is with Rosetta Stone, a trusted expert for over 30 years with millions of users in 25 languages offered. They use an immersive technique which leads to fast language acquisition. It's an intuitive process that helps you really learn to speak, listen, and most of all, think in the language you're trying to learn. They also feature true accent speech recognition technology that gives you feedback on your pronunciation. It's like having a voice coach in your home. Learn at home or on the go with a desktop and mobile app that let you download and access lessons even when you're offline. And it's an amazing value. A lifetime membership gives you access to all 25 languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, Japanese, and, of course, Korean. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Writing Excuses listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. 
Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. I would like to pitch uh, This Is How You Lose the Time War, which is a book that is co-written by Amala El-Montar, which you guys know from the podcast and uh, Max Gladstone. Um, they wrote this book together as, a, as an epistolary novel. So it is letters exchanged from one character to the other character. And the two characters are rival agents in a war that is fought through time, as the title implies. And they both represent two possible futures. And they are trying to affect things that happen down the threads to make sure that their future is the one that wins. Um, it is slightly possible that these two characters, as they engage in this brutal, bloody battle uh, that, that sets civilizations on fire and, and conducts massive battles in space, that they might start to have some feelings for one another, and maybe that will go somewhere. I'm just saying it's a possibility. <laughs> this is How You Lose the Time War by Amal el and Max Gladstone. Um, so... What are what are some some careers that we've seen that that we would like to emulate? Um, I think well one one of the one of the ones I think of is uh, <laughs> I panned one of his books because it wasn't actually one of his books. James Patterson, who writes everything, um, and but I haven't actually done any any research to find out you know how he made that work. My kids love the Maximum Ride books. Uh, but that isn't all that he does. Are there authors whose careers you've looked at that you love? One of the first questions I ask um, whenever I'm looking at signing a client, I like to have a phone call with that with that writer. And the question that I ask them, and it stymies them about half of the time, but it's always an interesting conversation, is if you could have the career of any author in the marketplace, whose career would you want? And I'm not asking... What do your books want? What kind of books do you want to write in terms of the craft or the style? But in terms of their publishing cycle, how many series they do, who their books are bought by, like who their audience is. Um, and that answer is going to be really different if that person is Neil Gaiman or Sean McGuire, even though they write in some ways very similar things about magic in our contemporary world. But their careers look extremely different. I want whichever career means I don't have to work. 
but still get paid for it? Whose career is that? I mean, that's, that's a really important question. And, you know, um, Mary was talking about, uh, Mary Robinette was talking about this a little bit earlier in terms of, do you want to write so that you don't have to have a day job? And if you're not going to have a day job, that usually means you're going to have to publish more frequently or publish for, or get bigger book deals than you would in another situation. And so the way you get b- bigger book deals involves a slightly different strategy than if you want to publish once a year in a sort of uh, a series-oriented format, right? There's, there's different ways you can optimize. You take bigger bets. You take wider shots or longer shots mm-hmm. um, than you would if you had a reliable income and you wanted to be doing something that had a, a reasonable readership but not necessarily needing to shoot the moon on every book. As you're thinking about what kind of career you want as well, um, almost everything we've been talking about in this episode is traditional publishing, and there's so many more options than that outside of it. There's so much self-publishing stuff. There's so much, and and we have talked about freelancing and write for hire. Um, There's so many outlets for you to find work in and uh, choosing which one of those you want to use. And if you are saying no to an income stream, can you afford to say no to it? Are you willing to put in the work to rely on the other income streams? And, you know, making these decisions ahead of time so that you know what you're getting yourself into and how to make it work. Oh, oh, I was going to say that's one of the reasons that I don't self-publish because I don't want to be a publisher, which is me turning down a gig I don't want to do. That's not anything about whether or not it's uh, a that's like that's a personal choice about Mm -hmm. where I want to be spending my time and energy. Um, There's a writer, illustrator, teacher who I whose career I admire, uh, Jim Zub. Um, he studied animation, went into uh, like project management and sales for a company that was selling art cycles to the big three comic publishers to say, we can take over on this issue for this title so you don't slip your dates. Um, and then they kind of became their own publisher. He went from that, uh, he, he did a webcomic for a while, um, he went goo-goo over, or gaga, I guess, over Neil Gaiman when he accidentally met him at a party and Neil said, hi, my name's Neil, I'm a writer. And Jim was like, oh, that's what I want to be. That's, I want that level of humility that is absolutely not required because I'm that guy. He now writes, I think, half a dozen titles per month from Marvel, uh, plus some of his own work and is regarded by many people as one of the hardest working writers in comics. When I met him as a web cartoonist, that is not the career plan I envisioned for him. And that's not my job. I don't know how much of this he planned, but he kept his job as an instructor at Seneca University because like Mary, he wants to have more than just the one thing. One thing that's really important, though, is you need to have a really clear self-assessment of what your bandwidth is, right? Mm-hmm. What I see so many times, and you know, you're describing someone who is very hardworking, but he also has the capacity to, to do that, and a lot of people simply don't. Um, and it's okay if you only write 30,000 words a year, right? It's okay if you write a novel every two years, three years. You can still build a career around that. What you can't do is build the career of somebody who writes a book a year when that's something you, you, you're not going to be able to do. The more you can be aware of what your limits are in both directions. I've also seen writers take on 
writing 500, 600,000 words a year and really skirt that line of burnout and uh, risk not being able to deliver on a number of deadlines, which would be disastrous for their career. So what you need to do is have a really clear-eyed sense of what can I actually do and then experiment within that to make sure that those are your limits or maybe you actually can write more than you think you can or, oh, this feels like too much. The quality is starting to slip. I need to back off of that a little bit. Those are all really important questions you need to ask yourself and have a really clear sense of what your process is, and then you can build a career around it. There's no wrong answer to that question. Some might be easier than others, but the most important part is you are realistic about what your goals and what your uh, bandwidth actually is. And the time to do this is when you are early in your career. Like a very deliberate choice that I did make with my career was that I wrote in a bunch of different genres because I had seen often enough a friend sell a book and then get locked into that genre. And it just happened to be the first book that they sold. Like, you know, the book that I wrote before Shades of Milk and Honey was a a science fiction murder mystery. And the book that I wrote after Shades of Milk and Honey was uh, was an urban fantasy. But Shades is the one that sold. And what after that, we finished that series, the decision that Tor made was that we wanted to have me try a bunch of standalones to see what hit. So when, we, when you're thinking about what kind of career do you want to have and who do you want to emulate, you're not thinking about the genre that they're writing in. What you're thinking about is their production schedule. You're thinking about the lifestyle that they live. That's the kind of thing you're thinking about, not the genre. And often, how many careers are they maintaining at once? Are right. they a comics writer, a YA novelist, an adult novelist, and a screenwriter all at the same time? I know people who do that and do it very well. That may not be you if you have a really demanding full-time job or you just don't have that much creative throughput in any given day. That brings us around beautifully to the homework. Identify an author whose career you would like to emulate. Research their career timeline, including the release dates of their books. That's pretty easy. And possibly the order in which these things were written and maybe actually the things the, the order in which these things were actually sold. Who, who were their editors? Who is their agent? Look at all of this and try and give yourself an accurate picture of what goes into that thing that you want to be or have. This has been Writing Excuses. You're out of excuses. Now go write. Writing Excuses is a Dragonsteel production. Jointly hosted by Brandon Sanderson, Dan Wells, Mary Robinette Kowal, and Howard Taylor. This episode was mastered by Alex Jackson. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park
This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.